So what we thought we'd do today, because it's uh, also our anniversary month and we're, we're celebrating also with a potluck, um, we thought we'd get a glimpse from, you know, just a variety of people over the next year, uh, how, they've, how they connected to Westside or what the Lord was doing in their life to bring them here um, and how that played a part in their journey, um, some highlights, and also the, just the prayers that, uh, that some people have for our church community going forward. I'm sure all of us do in some way, shape, or form. So we're going to just highlight a few. So guys, thanks for being here. Let's give them a hand. It's good. Woo! So this is Shannon Gallant, and uh, she is currently studying law at McGill. And uh, this is, uh, that's not all about her, but I'm just, just to give you some reference. Shannon is a great person, and... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Nick Chavatoni, Daria Nardoza, and Enzo Duni. And uh, they've been part of our church community various, so various years, stages, and all that kind of stuff. So my first question to you guys is, uh, is, is first, how, like, um, what was your first connection, engagement with Westside, and how did that come about? And that could be like, you know, you know events or whatever God was also doing in your heart, you know? So who wants to start? Go I guess it. I will. All right. <laughs> um, I first connected with Westside. I think I attended a community barbecue, but then that um, turned into me attending a Financial Peace University back in 2010, um, which was a personal financial stewardship course. And at the time, I was not a believer. Um, I came to learn about how to save money. I was working corporately for the first time, and I wanted to budget my um, my money appropriately. And um, God did amazing things through that. I met these amazing people, um, people that were just so kind and generous and had such great senses of humor, and I thought, oh, I didn't know Christians could be funny. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was just wonderful. So that Sometimes was my, cheesy humor. Yeah, well. cheesy, yes. uh, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's through that process. <laughs> I, guess it's my, I guess it's me. <clears throat> um, I think uh, I, was, I was going through a hard time in my life, and then um, I was actually going to a church in Montreal North uh, called Emmanuel, and... Uh, I met Frank and Anna Maria uh, through Olga and Ellie, who was married to my cousin. And uh, they actually told me, like, why are you going all the way over there to church when there's church, like, right around the corner from your house? And I'm like, really? So they actually introduced me to Westside. And uh, the first day I came here, I was, I loved it. I, I loved the uh, dynamics. I loved the people. And we're a relatively small church at the time, but... Uh, I noticed that it was a very welcoming place, and I felt like this is a great place for me to actually come and learn more about God and engage more in people and learn more about my faith. And uh, I was really, really pleased to, to start coming here. Were you really new? In, I think you're really new in your spiritual journey, right? Yeah, I was, I've always believed in God, and I think my um, involvement and me coming to Westside helped me to grow spiritually and in my faith. And I feel it, uh, it enhanced my faith in, in, a, gen, in awesome. a way. What about you, Derek? Yeah. I was um, trying to figure... I I'd had a couple bad church experiences, actually, and I was just trying to figure out church and which church I wanted to go to. And I was just meeting with a small um, community group at the time, and that was kind of my church. But then I met Dave and uh, Franca, and I think the thing that drew me here was that um, actually it was Dave and Franca's just integrity and character. And um, yeah, I, I liked that Westside was small and not trying to be something big. I mean, now we're something big, but <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I really it was um, yeah Dave and Franca just kind of um, I really 
really um, was attracted to you guys and your just integrity and character. Also, I met my husband. Um, I was waiting. I thought that was like a big piece of that, but anyway. He actually came here because of me. But, um, <laughs> but no, I met him at a gathering cafe, which uh, Westside used to do uh, very early on. Um, and I met him there, so thanks to Westside, I met my husband. Very cool. Yeah. And Matt was still wearing a cap back then, and he still wears one now. Not when he's on stage, but he does wear one. <laughs> yeah, so um, I guess uh, I had the privilege of being part of this uh, from early on. Um, and uh, not going to make it. <laughs> and uh, it's just, uh, you know, I think my heart was in the right place uh, to look for something new. Um, a fresh uh, interpretation of what it meant to live the Christian life. An authentic interpretation of that. And um, I knew you, Dave, through relationships in the past and church circles. And obviously, I had met my wife as well uh, in Montreal. And, um, you know, we, we discussed this early on before we got married about what we wanted to do with our faith and where we wanted to express that. And um, we, uh, we had the opportunity to talk to you a little bit. And we heard about um, what Steve had uh, been sharing with us about the the, the four of you, I think, was the starting point. And then we joined, um, I think, uh, immediately after when we heard about the vision. And then I think what she said really rang true with me is just the authenticity of it all. Just the, the real Christian walk that we were seeking. And, and it's turned into something that, you know, we would never turn away from. That's cool. Yeah, I think we were about five people, including my son, Andrew. And because uh, I used to say four, and I used to forget kids, and I'm like, no, he was part of that. He was two. Um, he was two. And uh, I remember a conversation with Enzo at a Wendy's, and uh, food, of course. I think he had a triple meat uh, burger that day, uh, if I remember correctly, and maybe a second one too. I don't know, but <laughs> but yeah, that was early on, and that we were really uh, we were really small, and just really uh, nothing has started yet, even so. That's really cool. What, what kind of highlights do you guys remember? And, they, you know, there might be even a difficult season. It's like, you know, maybe something we did wrong, and it, it also shaped you <laughs> that the Lord used it in a good way. But what, you know, but what, any highlights, any, any things from the last several years, you know, various years, you know, from, from a few years to 15 years that just been a highlight for you? Um, for me, it was community group. There was a, a season in our community group where we had this beautiful cross-section of married couples, single parents, singles, children, youth. Um, and I remember coming to your house, Dave and Franca, um, every Wednesday night. And Julia, when we would walk in the door, Julia would go and get us cushions. And she would put them in front of the baby window. And that was the single girls' spot. And uh, not that we were sequestered, but... Um, <laughs> I think it was a request. No, that, that was... No. It's like our girl squad area. Girl squad area. But it was just, it was so beautiful to learn from each other's vulnerabilities and challenges and that really the perfection and the imperfection was so important. And, you know, God's love is really revealed in how we love each other. And I remember just feeling so welcomed into that home by everybody um, and just feeling so part of this community and this family. And um, I just remember learning from everyone's journey. We were all at different journeys um, or 
points in our faith journey and just learning on how somebody who'd been following Christ for 20 years was reading scripture versus how I had been reading scripture within two years. While we had two different interpretations, they were just still so valuable in how Christ was revealing himself to us. So, yeah, that, that really sticks out for me. Very cool. Maybe we'll go from the back this way. What, what, either you, Enzo or Derry, any highlights? Um, I just, the whole ride, I mean, had so many. Um, definitely the highlight was the, one of the highlights was the beginning. Um, just meeting in a family room, um, just the excitement around the whole thing, the anticipation of what God was going to do. Um, it was just a, a feeling that I can't really uh, describe, except I'm feeling it again today, this morning. I feel like um, this is kind of like, uh, like I said yesterday, the family room again. Mm. This is the new family room of Westside. And... Um, mm. And uh, all those feelings came rushing back, you know. And uh, I just, I think if I look through really quickly, just those little things that we, uh, we did that kind of made us feel like a church. So we went from meeting in a family room to meeting in a chalet, you know, where we grew a little bit. And we, we started to have real services, you know, with a you know, real microphone. And instead of just sitting around and we collected offering in a real offering plate instead of, a basket never or something out of your plate. kitchen? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but you I know what a, you mean. <laughs> you took a bowl or a bra- basket yeah, out yeah. of your cupboard or something. I don't know. It, turned, it um, was legal. It was legal. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the water baptism was, I think, uh, another one just in the, the, in the river. Mm. You know, that was, that was a, a big one for me. Uh, watching even that day someone new come to faith. And... I mean, so many things. I, I can't. The cafe. Um, cool. This journey, these last three months, this is another memory, another moment that will kind of springboard us. I can't do this. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Daria? Um, two things uh, stood out to me. One was um, about 10 years ago. We were meeting, we had a U-Haul space, and um, I was, I think I was doing a small group with like some younger women, and at the time I was working for an organization called 24-7 Prayer, which is all about mobilizing prayer mission and social justice, and we thought we wanted to set up a prayer room, but we didn't know how and where, because we didn't have a location to do it in, but we were meeting in this U-Haul building office, and we thought, what if we rented a truck and set it up on the corner of St. John's in Brunswick? And prayed there for 24 hours nonstop, like made our U-Haul truck into a prayer room. So Dave actually let us do this. Um, and we did it, and we prayed all night. And it was, uh, people came on and off, and it was just such a, I mean, it was kind of weird. But actually, this springboarded that people are doing prayer trucks now around the world because of this idea, which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. Uh, regularly, um, within 24-7 prayer. So... Um, it was just such a, that night in the truck of just praying nonstop for our city. Um, and also our community groups um, and the relationships, I think, that we've built over the last 10 years has just been, yeah, I mean, community group is awesome and highly recommend it. Um, so just those uh, tight relationships and, uh, you know, and, and we had people there with us and through us through the, the good days and the bad days. And, um, this community's meant a lot to us. Hmm. Cool. We should do a 
prayer truck again. I think that'd be fun. We have a space now. We don't have to, but yeah, no, we could. No, but yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, the owner of Esso, who owned a few gas stations, gave us favor. I mean, like, why would he say yes to these people that he didn't know to let them stay on his property for 24 hours yeah. with a truck? And he knew we were praying in it. I mean, it was crazy. That's yeah, really looking cool. back, it was, <laughs> it was kind of crazy that we did yeah, it, but that's awesome. I was 10 years younger at the time. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Nick? There's, of course, been a whole bunch of highlights, but uh, a couple that really come out to me are uh, my dad passed away, um, I was here, and Kevin uh, wasn't coming to church, and she surprised me by coming to church that day, and I think that was the beginning of her growth in her faith, and uh, also seeing her being baptized, um, me being baptized, seeing my kids... Uh, being dedicated here, just, yeah. Beautiful. That's awesome. It's amazing to know that both Nick and later Kadin got baptized uh, here and, uh, and Shannon. And you, you chose the river option as well. And, uh, <laughs> on the di- it was packed. <laughs> it was, but that was great. That was awesome. So last thing, just briefly, your prayer... You know, what's your prayer for us, for our church moving forward? Should I go first this time? Any audience participation for the... (laughs) Go for it. I think for me it's that um, as a community we would continue to grow closer and tighter, um, you know, do more together, eat more together, be more together support each other um, and start there but then from there being able to reach all the West Island and and use this building um, as a place that we could uh, really bless our city and support our city and uh, invite people into um, a spiritual life and faith Mm -hmm. that's awesome next anybody else your prayer I think I would say more of the same I think just more of the same, more of who we were is still who we are and who we will be. I, I never want to lose uh, the, the authentic part of why we do church. I don't want to become about the space. I don't want to become about the show. I don't want it to become about the worship or about you know how many likes we have on Facebook. Uh, that sounds funny maybe, but I don't want to get lost in what people define churches today Mm. I really want it just to be what it was in that family room people that just want to serve serve well honor God do right bless uh, bring people to Jesus so they can experience what I think we've all experienced Mm. up to this point Awesome. awesome you guys I would echo that that was really beautifully said I would also say that this new season presents opportunities for being refreshed. Um, and I think if, if we were to pray for our vision and mission of growing deeper in our relationship with Christ and each other and that we be refreshed in what God has done and how amazing he's provided for us and how he's transformed all of our lives, I think you know, moving forward, I really pray that that continues and that we don't lose the core of who we are, of what starts in those living rooms. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Pretty much the same, uh, but also like closer connections with everybody else here. Like 
I mean, we all know each other, but sometimes life kind of pulls us away from people. It would be really nice to get to know everybody very well within our own church community because a lot of times we just lose sight of it. We just say hi-bye, and that's it. It would be nice to tighten up our relationship here, and then maybe that would... We would show the world, I guess, that it's a real family, like we're God's family. Yeah, in and, in and out, yeah. That's awesome. Wow, thank you guys. I loved, well, that was really good. I loved hearing that. Let's thank them for, for sharing.